guys, welcome to Get Uplifted 2020. My name is Nicole. We are here creating community through wellness, fitness, beauty, positivity, and mindset. And I'm here with my girl, Sarah, and I'm so excited to chat with her today. We're gonna to talk about all things. We're gonna actually go all over the place. A little bit about yoga, a little bit about her journey, and what has led her to where she is today. So Sarah, thank you for being here. How are you today? Thank you for having me. This is so amazing. Thank you, thank you. Um, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. It is good. a lovely, gorgeous day. The sun is out, a little chilly, and um, yeah, just so grateful to be here. Yes, so grateful to be here, too. Thank you so much for spending your time and energy with us and helping others find tools to get uplifted and to just, you know, create community for each other. Sarah is an amazing yoga instructor that I have had the opportunity to take many classes with, and I have absolutely adored her since day one. She is a total ray of sunshine. Honestly, you come in and you literally leave class being like a completely different person with a new perspective, and we have you to thank for that, so thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit about your journey and you know what brought you to yoga? And yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, okay, so my yoga journey started completely for all the wrong reasons um, and like the most unhealthy reasons too. So I got started into yoga because um, I used to be involved in a sport where we had weigh-ins and um, I got benched once um, for being overweight. Um, 106 was my benched weight, but I was supposed to be 102. Um, so... And I think we know as like women too, that you can put in, put on four pounds, like pretty Very easily, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but with the, um, with the benching, it kind of like got to me, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, all of that stuff. But to go back to what we were talking about, um, I found yoga because of that. Bikram yoga is where I started. So I started um, with Bikram because I heard like, hey, you can lose five pounds of water weight by taking one of these classes. And I was like, oh, awesome. I don't have anything to worry about anymore. Um, and I would go to Bikram before my practice days, just in case you got weighed in. Um, and that's how my yoga journey started. Now, from there, it took like a whole different journey to where I am now teaching yoga. Um, I went from taking Bikram classes to um, power vinyasa classes. And I fell in love with that. Um, so much so that I uh, was like, I want to teach yoga. Like this is, this is something that's changed my life. Um, just the journey of yoga, I found myself. Like I showed up at my first class thinking like, you know, I'm supposed to be a certain way and look a certain way and, and weigh a certain amount. And then throughout the journey and throughout the years, I was like, no, you're perfect the way you are. Like, you're not supposed to be a certain way. You're not supposed to look a certain way. You're not supposed to think or feel or talk. Like, you're supposed to be you. And that's where my journey of yoga kind of has taken me to now. Oh my gosh, that is such a beautiful journey. I honestly had no idea um, that, you know, just from taking your, like your classes, I had no idea like what led you to yoga. And I love that how authentic and honest you are about your journey, because a lot of people would love to just like say that they just went to yoga because they were just trying to get in touch with their mind, body, spirit, and this and that. And I think it's so incredible for you to share that because there's so many of us who are trying to do things to change ourselves to fit into what the world thinks we should be like and that is such a incredible journey to be able to experience 
um, finding yourself and falling in love with yourself and realizing that you are perfect just the way you are. And I think that that is a reason why you are such an incredible yoga teacher, fitness instructor, motivational, uh, inspirational person that I absolutely adore looking up to. So thank you. Thank you so much. No, I, I think it's something that, that we need to talk about more. Yeah. You know? I, I think that we all are on a different path. We're all on a different journey. And essentially we all want the same thing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that everyone's path, everyone's journey is going to look different. Um, but I think that if you kind of like open up your eyes and open up your heart to so many different things that it gives you the opportunity to be like, okay, this is who I am. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. Um, so as much as I say like my yoga journey, like I feel like, like yoga was the whole reason that I was able to find myself. Because for so long, I was stuck in this mindset that I was supposed to be X, Y, Z. Um, and the whole journey and practice of yoga has led me to now know that I'm supposed to be who I am. Yes. And yeah, that's all that we all want, I think. That is truly the ultimate goal. And I think so many of us are scared to be our true self because we think we're weird, we're quirky, but the world needs us to show up like our true authentic selves because, I mean, there's no one like us. and. I mean, it's hard because with social media, um, you know, we're constantly comparing ourselves to these fictional lives and characters of people that we look up to. And um, I think it's something that is, it comes out from a place of being positive, but at the same time, it can really just make it diminish of like who you are and who your idea of who you are. And you feel like you need to be a certain way because of, you know, the way someone acts or the way someone posts something or um, how someone's body looks because they do the certain fitness or yoga. And I think that um, taking the limitations off yourself and letting yourself have the permission to show up 100% yourself, I think is the bravest thing someone can do. I, again, like I wouldn't have changed any of it. Like looking back on it now, I'm so happy that everything um, did happen the way that it did, because I wouldn't be here if I didn't get benched, you know, so um, true. I would have never walked into Bikram. I would have never, all of it, um, yes. never have the opportunity to be here with you. Um, but I would never have the opportunity to inspire others yes. to be themselves. I want to touch on what you did say earlier about how we all try and like be, um, you know, someone else. Mm -hmm. I work with kids a lot. And when um, I talk to kids, I say to them, think of your grandma, right? And, you know, or loved one that you look up to um, that has your whole entire heart. You think of your grandma, you don't think of this, her weight. You don't think of what she looks like. You don't think of what she wears. You think of that love, right? Like that love that she just pours into you and in, in your heart and your soul and your life. And like, that's what matters the most. But we so often get lost in um, all of the materialistic stuff and, you know, the way of looks and the, the way things are supposed to look. Um, that at the end of the day, like when you think of grandma, like you're, that makes you so much happier than the pair of jeans you're wearing, that's it, you know? So true, so true. And yeah, like you said, this is like such a world that is so based off status and materialistic things. And it's hard not to get swept up in it, especially in the pandemic. I mean, it's like made us like slow down to take time to really look inward. And I think a lot of us have, um, you know, really done some investigation on who we are and what's important to us. And as 
terrible as this whole time has seemed and how scary and daunting, I really do think it is a special time that, you know, we're getting alone time with ourselves to really look inward as much as a lot of us didn't want to, um, still don't want to, and are putting off things and watching baking shows and making bread and <laughs> doing all the things. But I think, um, yeah, just coming from a place of love is the biggest thing that we need to start shifting ourselves from um, because could totally get lost in this world of just you know idealistic uh unrealistic ideas of you know what we think is perfection and um what we think is important you know yes. we think that these things are are going to make us or going to define us or they're you know we're gonna have a certain social status because of it but again at the end of the day like none of that stuff matters mm -hmm. um i think that through this whole um, quarantine life and lockdown, um, we, like you said, have had the opportunity to look inward. And I think that we, for me personally, I was able to be like, okay, bitch, <laughs> you moved to the beach to live a simple life. So yes. my backstory is I moved from Baltimore to Ocean City. Um, and it was because I wanted to live a more simple life. I wanted to live a more real life. Um, and as soon as I got down here, um, it was go, go, go all over again, B, 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 you know, like, let's keep moving. Let's keep, um, you know, making all of this stuff happen. And I kind of lost myself in it and having the opportunity to slow down, to be forced to slow down and sit down and just be was like, okay, you know, this is, this is it. Like, go back to you. Yes. I love that. And everything that you're touching on, um, I feel like that can transition us to how um, your whole idea about self-love and self-acceptance, what has brought you to that kind of, you know, mindset of just coming from a place of love? I must say that the whole benching thing is where it started. Um, and again, just noticing throughout my yoga journey that I was trying to fit a certain mold. And don't get me wrong, like I... I love the entire journey of it all. Um, but I, I lost myself in it and I lost what was most important to me um, in it. And being able to show up on my mat every single day and just be like, okay, this is how I feel today. This is what I'm going through. Like accept it, feel it, like breathe through it, that sort of thing. It helped me find the love within myself that I was kind of lacking. Growing up, I, I lacked self-love and it's because I just, I didn't have the best childhood. Um, and I was searching for love my entire childhood because I felt like, you know, I had it, but I didn't have it for myself. I never felt like I was worthy enough or good enough um, or that I even deserved love. Um, so being an adult, it's, it's a completely different mindset, especially when you show up on your yoga mat where you're like, wait, I'm in control of my thoughts. I'm in control of my feelings. Um, I get to decide if I am or if I am not worthy enough. No one else is. Um, and, and the whole yoga thing, that is what like brought me to self-love. Like I kid you not, if I never had yoga, I would never ever be so accepting of myself. Um, I watch students so often show up on their yoga mat the first day scared am i doing something wrong what is the teacher doing what is the person next to me doing why don't i look like them like you just see the fear in the first day the second day the third day 
Um, and it's so cool as a yoga teacher to watch these people evolve into themselves and feel comfortable in their own skin and do the stuff that makes them happy and to do the stuff that feels good in their body, that feels good in their heart, that feels good in their mind. You know, it's like we so often are just looking for someone to tell us it's okay. Yes. And I'm telling you right now, like as a yoga instructor, it's okay to do what you want on your yoga mat. You're supposed to. <laughs> yes. Having that permission and freedom is just something that we're all searching for. I feel like in our day-to-day -day life, let alone, you know, when you show up to a class like that. And I think that's why yoga is such an incredible and powerful practice and something to show up to. I mean, the biggest thing too, that I always love is when uh, you show up and they're like, and you're all just like, thank you for showing, taking the time to show up to your mat. I mean, that's the hardest part is showing up. So. Right. Yes, it, it truly is a practice of life. Like your yoga practice is exactly what you do outside of the yoga studio and in your own space. Yeah, that's so true. That's so beautiful too. I mean, all the amazing journeys that you've probably seen of just, you know, transformations of people's mind, body, soul, spirit, um, and just a transformation of people's confidence, you know, and I think that is so powerful um, to have a practice such as yoga or something that just uplifts you and um, has you showing up for yourself and not worrying about what others think and just doing it because betters you, it makes you feel better. It gets you out of your head. It gets you. Yeah. I mean, I, there's just so many benefits. What are some of your favorite benefits of um, yoga that you love personally? I, I don't know if I could name just one. Yes. I yes. My, my favorite thing with yoga though, is watching the people walk in that say, um, I can't touch my toes. And you're like, okay, bend your knees. Like, it's that easy, you know? Yes. Like, it's not supposed to look a certain way. Just bend your knees. Like, there you go. Um, but my, my, favorite, my favorite benefits of yoga is truly taking the time to connect. Um, mind, body, soul. And just noticing your feelings. Um, noticing, you know, your physical feelings, what's going on in your body. I don't think that we do enough of that. Like we, we just go, we don't actually feel, um, I always say that yoga should be a feel good practice, not a look good practice. Right. And like how often when you work out, do you do something because it looks good and not because it feels good? Or do you think that your legs are supposed to be straight in your forward fold because it looks good and it yeah. feel good? Um, so I do love, um, I do love people like showing up to yoga and just being like, God, this felt great. And those moments where you're like, it's cause you did what felt good in your body. You know, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Um, but the mind, body, soul connection for me, it's just, it's, it's having the opportunity to like, to tune out and tune in, if that makes sense to tune mm -hmm. out, like with the outside stuff that's going on and tune in what's happening um, in your own body, in your own mind, in your own heart, even. Um, yeah, I just, I, I think everyone should do yoga. Really. Yes, I agree, honestly. And there's nothing better than when like, you just leave everything at the door and you just walk in and go into this space that you've created. And I love, I love um, yoga because it really creates community too. Um, that's how, I mean, like I've met you. What I really love about yoga is, you know, the community it creates. I sometimes show up to yoga classes and I don't know any person in there and I leave at least having a, like a couple of friends or just sharing a smile with someone or, you know, when you're going through a pose and you are like twisted up and bound up and you're just looking at the person next to you and you're like, we're in this, we're doing it. 
we're doing it together. And I think that um, having that kind of community and sense of, you know, um, human connection uh, is something that's super important. And that's something I've always loved from the studio that I met you, Soulfire Collective in Rehoboth Beach. Um, I'm so grateful for everything that you guys have been doing, especially during this pandemic of um, live classes, uh, the on-demand classes, and just being a part because I've always missed being down the beach and taking classes with you guys because I live up in New Jersey and New York. And um, it was just so nice to feel a connection and something to check into and look forward to and my community to go see during this pandemic when you know everything was so isolated. And it just really opened up some new doors into practicing with people that you love. And I'm just so grateful for everything you guys did and um, because I, it led me to you. So. so what is your biggest advice for someone who is new or has never tried yoga and is looking to get into it? Oh, this is a great question. Um, just show up. Just, just walk in the door. That is the hardest part is walking through the door. Um, once you walk through the door, you put your mat down. You're like, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? Truly, every, like that's the first thing that comes out of everyone's mouth after their first class. I get it. It's strange. It's intimidating. It's foreign. It, but I can promise you, I can assure you that every yoga teacher wants you to feel good after class. They're not there to intimidate you. They're not there to make you feel silly or why isn't this person doing X, Y, and Z. Um, as a yoga teacher, I want the student to do what feels good in their body. So our bodies, like our physical bodies are all designed differently, right? Mm -hmm. So what feels good in my body isn't going to feel good in yours. Like mm -hmm. there's, there's going to be something where I'm like, oh my God, this felt so great. And you're going to be like, no, it didn't. <laughs> and that's the beautiful thing about yoga is you get to make it your own. I think that so many people fear that yoga is supposed to look a certain way, mm -hmm. right? And it's back to that thought of it's a feel-good practice, not a look-good practice. Um, so do the things that feel good in your body. Your first class, take it slow. Um, listen before you actually move. You know, like hear what the teacher is saying. Be, don't be nervous to look around, right? Because every single person there once had their first yoga class. They had no idea what they were doing either. Now, if you're brand, brand new um, and you've never even done a high plank in your class, I would may, or in your life, I would maybe consider taking like an online class, like a beginner's class. YouTube is a great, great way to like learn the fundamentals or the, the basics of yoga. Um, but just don't be nervous. You're not going to do yoga wrong. There is no right way to do yoga. There's no wrong way to do yoga. It's just a connection with your mind, your body, your soul. Also know that there are millions of different yoga classes out there. Yes. Right. There's so many different offerings to yoga. Um, so there's power yoga. There's yoga with weights. There's yin yoga. I mean, there's so many different yogas. Try them all. Mm -hmm. Right. Because what I like isn't necessarily going to be what you like and how I teach might not be what you're into. And that's OK. It's yeah. a mind, body, spirit, soul connection with you. So make sure that you're doing what you want, what truly makes you happy. Remember, too, that your life is constantly evolving. Like mm -hmm. as a person, you're constantly changing. So what you liked last week, it might not be what you like this week or what your body was doing last year might not be what your body is doing this year. So just go with the flow. And again, there's no right. There's no wrong. Just feel what you need to feel and then move from there. Um, I, for my like entire adult life, have been trying to meditate. 
I cannot meditate to save my life. Like really any tips my way, because I just can't do it. It's just, it's, it's kind of like practicing yoga in my own house. Like I, I can't, I'm like looking around. I'm like, is that an ant? Like what's that? <laughs> just, I can't turn it off, but I can walk and meditate that way. You know, like I can go for That's a walk amazing. and all of a sudden it's like, everything's off. Um, wow. So too that like different, different exercises or different workouts or routines, they might constantly change and you might find that, Hey, this does this for me and this doesn't. Um, so just play with it all. I mean, truly just you being honest about meditation coming from a yoga teacher, I think is amazing because so many of my friends are, I'm a big meditator. I love it. Um, but I have a lot of friends who are like, can't do it or I feel stupid or um, I feel like I'm the only one who's doing this and it's weird and I get in my head about it and I think that's the same kind of thing with yoga is um, showing up with grace and giving yourself grace to like figure it out and see what works for you and it's not just a physical practice in yoga you're learning how to listen you're learning how to feel you're learning patience you're learning trust you're learning balance you're learning strength you're learning love like all of these things it's not just okay, am I touching my toes yet? You know, it's kind of like you evolve in your yoga practice, again, in who you're kind of meant to be, who you're supposed to be, and just being more comfortable in your own skin. I couldn't have said it any better, Sarah. That is like so perfect and spot on. I think also, you know, breath work is such a huge thing in yoga. And I feel like I am so good about minding my breath and, you know, just focusing on the breath and in my day-to-day -day life. And then until I show up on my mat that I'm like, Oh, cool. I wasn't breathing all day. Awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I think that I, it really just, you know, brings it back to simpler things and, you know, breath work. I feel like even too is a form of meditation, whether you realize it or not, and just, you know, focusing inward and using the breath, I think is a huge tool right now. It's, it, you know, sometimes when I'm panicked or um, feeling anxious, I always say, you know, just, focus on your breath because that's something we'll always have. And that's a tool we'll have no matter where we go. And, um, it's just something that's ours. And if we just remember to like focus on the breath, like we learn in yoga and carry that onto our everyday life, I think that I can help a lot of people. Absolutely. And even if you just take a moment to slow your breath down, right, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling nervous, like whatever it is. I mean, even before we started this, you took a breath, you know, I did. I did. And you were like, Okay, let's yeah, right. You just feels so good. The breath, I I do think it controls, you know, a lot, but I'm a big believer in like what you think is what you say, right? Mm -hmm. And what you say is what you believe. And what you believe it's how you live your life, right? Mm -hmm. It all comes down to the breath. Like if if your heart's racing, you know, your breath is short, then you start thinking and then you're start saying and then you're like believing, like pan you're in panic mode. Where if you're just like, okay take a breath, everything's fine. Then you'll start to be like, okay, I think that this is all right. And you're, then you're saying it, then you're believing it. It's truly just, it's one of those tools that it's just like, take a breath. Just, yeah. I, I mean, remember when you were a kid and your mom would be like, just, can you just take a breath? Yeah. Especially with the two in your yoga classes. I, I like to say that in your yoga classes, your breath, it's, it's a really big tool and like where you are physically, mentally, and emotionally, you know, like if your breath becomes too short in yoga, then you've probably gone too far. Right. And, mm, and then true. there's this whole question of why, why are you pushing yourself that hard? Is it because, you know, you're looking for that 
um, that extra strength or that extra push? Or are you doing that because you think you're supposed to be doing that? You know, like check in with the breath during your yoga classes. Have you gone too far? If so, why? Because again, yoga is about breathing. You know, we yeah. want to expand, we want to breathe, we want to open the lungs, the diaphragm, the heart, all of it, you know, like that's yoga, not, <laughs> don't get me wrong, I do that a lot of yoga. <laughs> I know, sometimes I'm like in a, in a bind or something and I'm just like, <laughs> but you know what, that's what it's also about too, is breathing through these motions and breathing through these patterns and different situations that we put in. And I, I do love, you know, yoga for pushing a little bit as well, like, you know, because I feel like I learn how to breathe in um, kind of crazy postures and stuff. And it helps me with the crazy situations. I'm like, well, I was breathing in that twisted up right. birds of paradise, but you know, and I feel like I can figure out how to take a deep breath when I'm stressed or anxious. And, you know, just knowing that that breath is inside us at all times, I think it's just something so vital for, you know, a tool and something that I love at the end of all of your practices is the feeling of our heartbeat. And you always bring that, bring it back to that. And I think that that is so important. Do you want to touch on that a little bit about what you talk about at the end of your classes? Yeah. So at the end of every practice, so every teacher has their own thing, what they say at the end of, of class. And I don't need, I wish I could remember exactly how it came to me. Um, but I think I was in a yoga class one day and you know, you put your hands to your heart, but do you actually ever put your hands on your heart? Like, no, you just go to where it feels most comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember like feeling like my heart beat on my thumb and I, I'm a big lover of love. I love all things love. So as soon as I felt that, I was like, oh my God, this is like truly the only thing that matters, you know, is like that, that beat, that feeling, that love inside of you. That's what I say. It's truly all that matters. Like, don't ever forget that at the end of the day, like your heartbeat, your love, like that's all you need. Oh, I love that. That's so special. And it's so true. I mean, because I think we get so caught up in so many different aspects of our life and we don't think to just simplify it. And, you know, the biggest thing that I've been learning and um, something that I've been practicing is, did you wake up today? Are you breathing? Is your heart beating? I mean, those are three things right there that, you know, if you're looking for a gratitude list or something to, you know, give you inspiration, I mean, just the fact that you woke up your heart is beating, you're breathing. I think we have to get back to the simpler things instead of thinking like, oh my God, I wish I was skinny and had this clothes and then I could go out to go do what I want. Like, it's not about that. And that's the one thing that I've always loved about your practice is just tuning inside, using the breath and just remembering your why and remembering that this heart is beating and that is your why. And that is all that is, all that is important in this moment. It is. Oh, English. <laughs> you have to remember too, like, something I love to focus on during the practice is what words are you choosing to say to yourself? Right. So like what, when you think like yoga sculpt, like when we do like sculpt classes, right. Love her yoga skills. How quickly does your mind go to, I can't do this. Yes. Almost instantly. You're like, I can't do this. I can't, you, you know, I'm not going to make it. And then how many times do you just try? Like that's all you have to do is show up and try. And, and again, I love it. Cause you always are like, yes, you can without like we're all like she can't see us or anything and she knows what we're thinking in our minds because she's doing it with us but she is so strong and I love that you say that because I'm like oh she oh she caught me she didn't even <laughs> she didn't even see me but she caught me she heard it I was like no and that's what I really love honestly Sarah I really do love that I think it's so 
I think it is so special because having an instructor who knows what you're going through and the self-talk that you're talking yourself through, um, what you're saying to yourself during these workouts and to just shatter that and say, yes, you can. Yes, you can. And you don't even know what, where we are in our workout, what we're doing. Maybe we're sitting having some water. You didn't even know we left. And you know, I think that's just so special because you get it too. As a human, you know, the same things that we're struggling with, with the mind and, you know, talking yourself out of things and you're right there with us. And I always love that because yeah, throughout the whole workout and uh, sculpt or yoga. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can. That's Yes. <laughs> I love that, Sarah. Seriously. That's why I'm so inspired by you. Either you can or you can try, right? Like, yes. oh, I can. Yes. <laughs> try like which one do you want but you only have two options there like try what's the worst thing that's going to happen you know if we could just harness the strength that we have inside of us that you know we keep showing up each day and come from a place of love and you know continue to have a mindset of I can or I can try instead of I cannot I think that's some unstoppable energy there <laughs> yeah absolutely and and we have to remember too that things don't happen like this. You know, I think we all look for that instant gratification nowadays. You know, yeah. we went from waiting for our dial up to like finally walk in. Yes. <laughs> now where it's like, we're pressing refresh on our phone and if it's not instantly, you know, refreshed, then we're like angry or mad or upset or irritated by it. Like, like remember too that you have to continue to try things. It's not going to be this overnight, like, snap of the fingers where everything is better or you know in every aspect of your life if you're looking through that self-love it, it doesn't just show up no. you know doorstep <laughs> and it's like hey I'm here for you like you have to keep searching for it you have to keep working towards it with everything with your personal life with your job with your relationships with your yoga practice you know all of it just keep trying yes I love that so what was your teaching transition from Baltimore to the shore? Like what brought you there? So I, I always knew I wanted to live at the beach. Um, when I was 20, I started my summers at the beach. Um, and then I eventually found my other half down here and it worked out perfectly where he was here. I was in Baltimore um, and I would come down here during the summer and then he would come back during the winter. Like it, it always worked out perfectly but I knew I wanted to live at the beach. Um, so I eventually like pulled off the bandaid of Baltimore. I just, I loved Baltimore so much. I had so many great things going on there, but I started to get lost in, I don't want to say like the city life, but I just knew I was more of a beach bum, if that makes sense. I like, love it. Like I get the hustle and the bustle of the city and just like the grind, like I get it, I feel it but like, I want to put my toes in the sand and not get honked at for sitting at the lights for too long, you know? Yeah. Like, yes. I, so I always knew I wanted to come to the beach. So one day I just ripped the bandaid off and I was like, okay, let's start forever at the beach now. Um, the transition from teaching it from Baltimore to here was so different. Okay. Um, again, you have those like, those city students that are like, yeah, let's go, go, go. So like now the beach life where it's a little bit slower. Um, so I show up and I'm like, all right, let's do X, Y, and Z today. And they're all looking at me like, you've lost your mind, lady. I love that. <laughs> I'm like, 
popping up to a handstand. Why are you guys wearing clothes in this class? You know, like, so it was weird too, because I went from, you know, this, this space where I felt so comfortable teaching to now feeling like I had to teach a certain way. And I mm. almost started to lose myself in it because I wanted the students to feel comfortable where I, I started to, you know, teach a little bit differently. And I had to like, come back, like, no, Sarah, don't lose yourself in this teaching. Like you teach a certain way, stick to yourself. Mm. And you know, the students will kind of like adapt to you. If they don't like your teaching style, that's totally okay. Um, so it was a big transition because I was, again, I was nervous. I was like the new kid that showed up, you know, from the city that was like, doing all this crazy stuff. In these I love it. Like, absolutely not. Um, but when I came here, I started teaching in Ocean City first. Um, and absolutely loved it. Like fell in love with the students right away. Um, and one of the girls that I taught with um, also taught in Rehoboth at a studio called Soul Fire. And she's like, you've got to take, you, like, you would just love their classes up there. You have to go, like, just go take a class, see if you like it. They're looking for teachers. And I'm like, okay, I'll try. You know, for me, Rehoboth is about a 45 minute drive from my house. So I'm like, I don't know if I really want to drive that far. Um, again, coming from the city where your studio is two blocks away. Sure. Um, I'll drive like spending two hours of drive time in a day. So I went up and I took this class and I fell in love with the studio. I mean, it was everything you would ever want. Like the energy, the music, the like, just all of it. And I was like, this place is great. So when they offered me up the teaching opportunity, I was like, well, what's it like? What does the schedule look like? Because I wouldn't mind to teach two classes, you know, back to back if, if yeah. I'm, you know, putting in the hour of drive time. And they were like, absolutely no problem if I go home or I leave the studio I'm like I'm gonna go home and think about it as I'm leaving the studio I pass the fresh market <laughs> which down the shore we have no grocery stores here <laughs> yeah literally fresh market is everything it's everything and when you come from the city where there's a Whole Foods right down the street to now you're like searching for groceries like you can't find them anywhere I passed the fresh market and I was like absolutely sign me up I'm going to start teaching and that's how that's that's what got me into the studio that's amazing it's like a sign you're like huh yes it was uh, I'm changing my grocery days to Wednesdays now like I can't tell you how quickly I just fell in love with soul fire and like the people that they are, you know, like their why behind everything, their intention for yes. living and life and teaching and community and just everything. It was like, it was like, now they're never going to get rid of me. Like I'm going to be that six year old lady teaching, yes. like still pumping Jay-Z, you know? Like I love that. And they would be a hundred percent down with that because that's what, and honestly, like I took a class randomly down there when I was down, my parents have a place down in Bethany and, um, I took a random yoga class there and instantly, instantly walking in that door, feeling that energy, hearing the bass pumping and just everything, you know, from what's on the walls to, you know, the self positive self talk and the motivation and the inspiration and even their logo. I'm like, Oh, I love it all. And just after just setting up my mat and starting that first class, I mean, girl, I was hooked and I don't even live there. I am four hours from soul fire and I'm obsessed. Like, and that's where I met Sarah and, you know, I'm so grateful for soul fire and everything that you guys have done in the community. I mean, 
Pride is such a strong presence and I love everything that you guys stand for and what Soulfire stands for and the community, like as being an outsider who, you know, just came in for a one class, like instantly everyone was so kind and so sweet. And um, I don't know if we should talk about this, but I do love that at the end of it, they have, um, you can grab a beer after and everyone just hangs out and socializes and it's just so amazing and it's supporting local businesses. And um, I absolutely love everything that Broken Cat are doing. And, you know, I feel so honored to be able to still practice with you all um, from afar on the on-demand and their virtual library that's going on. And you can tune in to um, their live classes that they have every single week. And I just, I just feel like there's such a connection there that they are, they're crossing limitations, they're crossing boundaries, they're crossing borders. And, you know, as much as, you know, we have all been isolated, it's been so amazing to just come back to that community and feel like you're at home. Good, good. That's so wonderful to hear. And and Broken Cat, they do an awesome job with all of that. And it's because they do they lead with love, right? Yes. Like they are so genuine and pure and authentic. And they just come from this space of just love. Like and it, and they're good to it. Like, okay, the world's shutting down. Let's what are we gonna do next? You know? It's, Seriously. But they if it bothers them, you'd never know. Like, they're like, no. okay, let's adapt in a different kind of way. Like, let's figure it out. Yeah. yeah I yeah, think yeah. that's what's been so inspiring is seeing, you know, how people adapt in these situations and um, how they're evolving their businesses and the fact that they have thought bigger rather than from a, like, thinking more abundant, bigger, let's expand, evolve, rather than just, you know, stick to what we know. Let's stick to our community and this and that. Like, if anything, they have broadened their community because they're like, you know what, let's go for it. And like you said, they're authentic. They come from a place of love. There's nothing like a yoga class that is bumping Jay-Z. The bass is so loud next to you, you can't even hear. It literally drowns out your thoughts and you are just in a flow of like just motion with your body and the people around you. And also love because it is hot yoga. Should we talk about that a little bit? That it is hot yoga, and there was a picture that they took back when we were all allowed to practice together, and it's all of us just laying in savasana, and all of this steam is just like, it's crazy. It's not like anything I've ever seen. Windows. Also, love the towels with the lavender essential oils. The cold refrigerated towels at the end with lavender essential oil or just different essential oils. I mean, everything that they do is just you know world class, and it's just. It's just such an experience, but I think it's the best because it's authentic and it's real. And, I, and you can feel that when you walk in. And I'm so grateful that you found it. And, and I think that's like one of those things where the universe hands you something, you know, like, hey, there's this like perfect little um, authentic, pure little yogi named Nicole. Like, let's bring her in here too. Oh my God, literally. And it's like we, Sarah and I instantly connected. And I feel like the last time I practiced yoga, like in person, in um, the studio, like I saw Sarah and we were just drenched in our sports bras, just squeezing each other afterwards. Cause it was just like, I haven't seen her. And it's like, I only see her online. And it's just, you know, if that doesn't say anything about, you know, the, the values of Soulfire, if that doesn't say a lot about, you know, Soulfire as a brand, as a community, as a practice, I mean, I don't know what does because, you know, the love is real there. And I, feel it and I'm grateful for it because it led me to you and you know just having you on here to share this light I'm just so grateful no I'm so grateful and I and I have to say too I don't think that you're giving yourself enough credit for what you're doing right now you know you're talking about people you know thinking bigger and and more abundantly like you are doing some pretty brave things right now little miss 
Thank you. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you being a guest on here and sharing your time and energy because I mean, I really do think we're going to impact a lot of people with this and, you know, creating a community for people and something for people to look forward to and uplift and inspire. And I, I don't think this is going to be the first one. I think there's going to be many more after this and yes. I'm just excited to see where it leads. Yay. I can't wait to be a part of this journey with you. And I can't thank you enough. Um, for having me along. Thank you, Sarah. This has seriously been like the light of my day. I practiced with Sarah on the On Demand on Soul Fire earlier today just to get a little extra ray of sunshine before I chatted with her. But honestly, guys, you need to follow Sarah. You need to follow Soul Fire. Sarah, where can people find you? Yeah, um, Instagram. We're all on the gram, right? At Sarah, S-A-R-A, Ashley Yoga. Um, I have a website too. So check out the site, sarahashleyyoga.com. And yeah, we'll do all the yoga, all the things, all the fun. It's it's really just, I mean, it's nothing but sunsets and yoga really is my life. <laughs> it's seriously the most beautiful Instagram. And I just, I, you literally can't look at it and not feel joy and happiness. So honestly, follow Sarah. She has amazing inspiration and different things. And also her yoga classes and her yoga sculpts. <sighs> Guys, if you want that booty looking peachy, you sign up for that girl's class because it is amazing and you will not regret these workouts and yoga flows that you do with her because she is truly a ray of sunshine. We are so grateful for you, Sarah. Thank you so much for being on Get Uplifted and a part of Get Uplifted 2020. And we can't thank you enough and I'm sure we'll be talking soon. I see you in 2021. Yes, can't wait. <laughs> thank you. We'll talk to you soon, girl. Bye. Bye.